and this is take one for Christmas 2017. Okay, so you didn't you didn't do that together. We don't have to do it. Okay. All right, well, so we'll say take one, <laughs> click. <laughs> no. Okay, on three. One, two, three. Seven, take eighteen, take fourteen. <laughs> well, you don't know what the date is. What date? No, it's Christmas. Are you recording? I, I am. Yeah. Oh, there you go. We're good. Well, Merry Christmas and uh, Merry Christmas and, to you. And and, uh, and, me? and yeah, there you go. I didn't see you there, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's my turkey? Thought you didn't like turkey. No, I I don't like chicken because chicken are mean and and nasty. But but turkeys are good when they're dead. <laughs> I hear they're better dead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, and, and, and like, I I wouldn't want to see a live turkey because they're bigger than me. <laughs> well, but fortunately then, for you, then, fortunately for you, they're not smart. Okay, I'm gonna have to trust you on that. But you know how the saying goes: even a stupid turkey can mutilate an imp in the dark if it tries hard enough. So I'm gonna go now before you start talking Bye. about turkeys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Welcome to House of Imp episode 36 for Christmas 2017. Today we'll be talking about Christmas, which is funny because I don't like Christmas. And we'll be listening to Christmas music, which is funny because I don't like Christmas music. But uh, that is sometimes how it goes in the House of Imp. And there are exceptions for everything. So, Jenny, tell me about Christmas. Do you enjoy Christmas? <laughs> no. How come? Because it costs money. Uh, actually, seriously. Um, there's you nothing, know, Jehovah's, there's... Jehovah's Witnesses don't do the present thing, right? So you think I should be become a witness? As long as you don't have to walk around and knock on doors, you're probably okay. <laughs> uh, okay, now that's a little bit... Low, but okay. <laughs> I um, yeah, they came the other day to the door, and uh, <laughs> it was funny because both the dogs went wild. They tried to squeeze out to that lady, and <laughs> the one, the female dog here, she was howling and spooky. He was barking and trying to push through my legs to get to her, and. Uh, well, I, I basically said, ah, that's, that's all right. You're wasting your time here. It's okay, but, you know, good luck to you. And she was all <laughs> too happy to move along. Oh, I'm sure. I don't, I don't mean to make fun of them, but they, yeah, yeah. they are that's wasting funny. my time and their time. Seriously. Yeah. Well, this is, this is one of the, 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 
the main benefits of having the the crazy doorbell I've got. It's got like a camera on the doorbell. Oh so yeah. So like, they they come to my door and and I can sit there and watch them and just kind of kind of like listen in on them as they're yakking away and then I can ignore them. It's provided some entertaining moments, I have to say, because one time they came up there, oh hey, isn't that one of those little doorbells the cameras and they're looking right in it and I'm like, really <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I wouldn't mind have, having one of those where I can listen, you know, because sometimes yeah. that's all you need. I mean, camera doesn't do me much good, but I can listen. I like to use that thing to mess with the kids when they come around on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I know you mentioned that, <laughs> but I think next year you're going to set up some wicked noises and uh, stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, well, now that I've kind of figured out some of the loopback stuff that we're doing for our, our podcast here, I'm going to definitely have a little bit of fun with that stuff. Yeah. Hey, you could. <laughs> hey, you can probably link loop in Amp too and me, and we can just have fun. See on Halloween night. Cool. No, but <laughs> okay. <It's a> Christmas. <laughs> I, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was gonna get a little bit serious there. Uh, uh-huh. I I don't mind Christmas if I can afford it, but I don't like the way what it does to people. Because people, well, I'm not going to generalize, but it's so easy to get in debt just to buy Christmas presents, and that's that's kind of crazy. It feels so wrong. I can't afford Christmas. I I'm simply broke. It it doesn't bother me that much. But for a lot of people, they are bothered. Yeah, oh, and, absolutely. And, and the problem is sometimes you're alone at Christmas and you see everybody, you hear on the radio and TV and outside, everybody having fun and doing this. It seems like everybody, the whole world is happy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then, well, it's a funny know? time of the year, though, because this is like one of those times of year when the 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 most amount of people are depressed because of all that mm-hmm. stuff. Really, yeah, it's, uh, it is almost like a forced sense of uh, happiness and jubilation. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it has to be. I mean, the, the it's interesting. I think all of us, uh, as we transition into adulthood, you know, the, the, the process of Christmas <laughs> itself sort of changes from, you know, getting gifts in the loot complex, you know, mm-hmm. to, um, you know, the, the giving side of things, you want to be able to give things. And, and I think that that's tricky too. I mean, you have to be able to, uh, uh, be able to, to give within your means, you know? And, uh, so I, I think it's important to, you know, to focus on on uh, on quality uh, versus quantity and expense, you know, and and find things that are that mean something to you and the person you're giving to. I mean, that that's probably the best way to go about it. I I think I don't know. Yeah, I listened to a show. Um, they were talking about perfect gifts for visually impaired friends or blind friends and stuff like that, and they're talking more. In that episode, anyways, about giving the gift of company, like uh, plan for a getaway or plan for a trip and offer your company as gift. I like that. I mean, if... Uh, That's uh, a cool idea. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I wouldn't mind if someone would offer to spend a day with me going somewhere and doing things my way. 
right? Uh, things that I normally wouldn't do. Like, uh, one thing I want to do, uh, but that, it's not a good time in the winter, though. I want to go horseback riding. I haven't done that in so many years. But I would want someone to, to you know, take me there and spend the day with me or whatever. That would be a wonderful gift. And it doesn't have to cost that much money. Right, exactly. It's, I, I see, it's, again, I shouldn't generalize, but young parents very often overspend well, on their children. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. yeah, but you're getting bombarded from every direction. Uh, with the commercialism of uh, Christmas and the you know the show your love by buying things for your children, yeah. you're, you know your three year old kid is like a cat. They don't care about the toy. I they want the box. You know? <laughs> oh, <damn laughs> I, mean, right. I mean, I think like when my kids were little, the, the their favorite presents were that the boxes, the big stuff came in. Yeah, you but know? the boxes are awesome. I remember yes. some of the boxes we had, especially the boxes that came with uh, you know a. Uh, washer or dishwasher or something like that. It's like, wow, this is a box. Oh, yeah, those <gasps> are toys. You know? Yeah, they are. You can make houses, but oh, crazy. <sighs> but uh, yeah, I get it. I get that. I don't know. I, I, I like Christmas. It's funny. My um, my stepfather is not a fan of Christmas. I, he's probably getting to be more of one as time goes on because of grandkids and whatnot. But um, he grew up in the Depression. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he grew up in a part of uh, upstate New York that was very economically depressed on top of uh, the overall depression uh, economically. And also he grew up in a, a very rural <clears throat> area, you know, so it wasn't like you know, he didn't have a Macy's and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and it, and it was an interesting uh, time. I think people who grew up in the Depression have a, had a different view of uh, Christmas. I think probably because of not being able to uh, expend uh, on their uh, their families and their loved ones in a way that uh, measured up against all the advertising that they saw, uh, you know, it was a depressing time and it wasn't a, it wasn't a fun holiday. Um, so I, I get it. Yeah. And uh, I think it's time to get out of depression uh, for a bit. And uh, something about music, but I totally lost my thread of thought. Well, it was funny. You know, we, we talked, you and I were talking about this a while back, and we talked about Christmas music. You know, do, you, do you like Christmas music? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now we're back on, tra- <laughs> back on <laughs> yeah. track. That's, that's what I'm here for. Uh, Good, good. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, what I wanted from you, I had an idea for a Christmas episode, and I wanted something fun, just uh, with Imp and and you. And I mentioned that you could do something uh, for this episode, but what I my intention was actually voice. Uh, it was a stupid idea. But I don't even think you've really caught my first idea because you were already into a song. It's like instantly <laughs> you had this idea of this Christmas song and right away my plans kind of changed. So you <laughs> wrote a song specifically for basically this episode. 
Yeah, I mean, well, it's hard to say I wrote it as much as I arranged it, right? I mean, I took uh, two pieces of music that I, I like, uh, Carol uh, of the Bells and uh, uh, We Three Kings. Um, I like them both because um, they're in a minor key, which is a rarity for Christmas music. Mm-hmm. And they, they have that sort of, uh, you know, sort of, grandiose sort of uh, pompous <laughs> sort of uh, you know uh, structure to them uh, as songs they're, they're, they're big and Christmas epic-y and all that kind of stuff and that all lends itself kind of to you know the musical styles that I like you know metal and stuff like that so I mean, you talk a minor key you know big thematic you know instrumental type stuff it's like ooh that's metal you know yep. and of course you know when I start thinking about Christmas tunes and stuff like that, I mean, I, I've done a bunch of different types of stuff with other people, but you know, after when you brought it up, and I was like, "Ooh, tr- you know, Trans Siberian Orchestra does this all this cool <laughs> stuff," you know, and uh, and I love that stuff. I mean, that's like that's my kind of Christmas music. When I get in the truck and uh, and I go somewhere, it's like I put that on, and my kids are like, "Oh, okay," you know, they're used to it at this <laughs> point. But I think the first time I played it, they were like, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> You know, yeah, so. yeah, but I mean, when I first heard your idea there, it's like, wow, yeah, that's it. This is Christmas music I can listen to. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I don't even have the radio on. So uh, during Christmas or Halloween or any other holidays, because I can't handle the commercials and yeah, the, and the music. So this is... I, I, listen, I listen to those streaming channels, you know, like Pandora, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Create your own. Yeah, you know it's funny. I uh, I have two Christmas channels. I have one that's based on uh, White Christmas with Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters singing, oh, okay. and uh, which is a real sort of traditional. You know, like when I was a little kid, you know, music. You got Perry Como and Angie, Andy Williams and all those people from back in the '60s and '70s. You know, and uh, uh, and I also have another channel uh, which is Michael Bublier whom is a contemporary singer, great, great voice. You know, mm-hmm. He and Harry Connick are like two of my favorite singers in that kind of a vocal styling, you know? I mean, they do a lot of jazz and, and all kind of stuff, but the Christmas stuff that, that Michael Boulier does is awesome. And what I like about that too is if you like all that old stuff, like Bing Crosby and Sinatra and all those people doing that kind of music, I mean, Michael Boulier is doing the same stuff and uh, he even has uh, uh, on one of his uh, recordings. He, he does White uh, Christmas, and he's got these three girls who are singing, who sound just like the Andrews Sisters. Real tight harmonies. It's great to oh, listen yeah. to. But yeah, com- it, I like it because there's no commercials. That's what drives me nuts. Yeah, but the, the thing about yeah Christmas music, you go in and, into a store and you're bombarded with that stuff, and it's not even good stuff. It is the old same thing, <laughs> jingle bells, and uh, you just that's why listening to hot sauce in my eggnog. That's that's the cure for that. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a funny tune. I mean, uh, like I said, I I decided to put together two different pieces and mix mm-hmm. them and match them together. So I, uh, you know, the first thing to do was to kind of uh, listen to. I mean, everyone knows the songs, but I wanted to find something that had some more rhythmic component to it. So I listened to a bunch of different things until I found some stuff that was like, okay, this is kind of what I want for ideas. And then I 
pieced together the songs and, and sort of pulled parts from each of those uh, arrangements that I thought would work on each other. So I, I have parts of Carol Bell's, uh, Carol Bell's playing uh, as backing pieces to uh, We Three Kings and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, it was, you know, play guitar. <laughs> well, of <laughs> course. Know, I did, and, did uh, some guitar stuff. Yeah, and, and then uh, we had, well, as always, it's sweet to get Andrea on board on drums. She, yeah, Andrea Spaziali. Yeah, she changed it completely. It was like, wow. Different. Well, she did some cool stuff. Yeah, she did. And uh, and then there's the bass. Yeah, Anton Klink the, p- contributed the bass part, and he did some great stuff. He's extremely talented. He's one of the. He's a amazing uh, musician, and his bass playing is pretty freaking scary. Yeah, um, he, he. I like refer. I refer to his bass playing as uh, stunt bass. You know, so I'll, I'll often hit him up. I'll send him a message going, "Hey, I got this tune. I need some stunt bass on." You know, <laughs> well, there <laughs> you, you know? go. I mean, he, so because he, he he does everything. I mean, he's he's got the whole two handed thing down. I mean, he can do that. He can you know slap and pop like nobody's business. I mean, he makes uh, guys like Flea look like they're hackers in many ways. I mean, he's really that talented. Yeah. Um, he's also an excellent engineer on top of it all. So it's a he's a great sounding board for stuff. Um, Andrea uh, Andrea Spaziali came came in and did the drums. And what was interesting about what she did for drums was she not only did like you know a, a metal drum kit. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the uh, the second section of the tune, she did a full orchestral uh, drum production. Yeah. Uh, now it's interesting. I mean, Andrea is not only a great drummer, but she's also you know she's trained. She's got a degree in in percussion from uh, I forget the. Um, the Institute, but an Italian university. I mean, this is what she oh, went yeah. to school for. It was this stuff. And, uh, I don't, you don't often hear her demonstrate, you know, her full orchestral knowledge, but this was pretty cool. Uh, and that was actually quite a challenge for me to kind of get it all mixed in to, to feel the same. Um, but I, I, I like to think that I did okay with it. I think you did. So why don't we just listen to it? Okay, well, here we go. Uh, oh, the name, by the way, Hot Sauce and My Eggnog, was yeah. uh, proposed by uh, Dr. Funk, one of the uh, Compose members, and it was <laughs> uh, seconded by uh, Micah, who was actually a guest on our last podcast. He and Eric uh, did the song Relapse that we, we featured. Um, so after the two of them kind of uh, championed uh, the, the song name, I, uh, I I went with it, so... Uh, Well, here we go.
Christmas music I can listen to, like I said, that's not bad. I, <laughs> I just had one more thing to say about Christmas. That really, when it comes down to it, if you're, you know, depressed about all this bullshit going around about Christmas, and it can be Halloween too. Uh, it's so big now, Halloween, that it uh, bothers me just as much as Christmas does, that it's, it is just another day. I mean, if you look on a calendar, it's a number, right? Yep. Uh, I do remind myself about that sometimes, and it, it helps. Uh, it is just another day. And uh, if you can do the best of that day, uh, wherever you are and whatever is going on, you know, you're ahead of the game. You're doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's the hard, the, I think the the key thing is to not get wrapped up in the That's commercialism. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, and not fall for the, you know, fall under the pressure of family, relatives, the ones that are... Uh, Yes. crazy about it because that's it's hard peer pressure is hard but it's not you know it's not that important really in the end yeah family is a different thing altogether there's no doubt about that uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it can be ago, tough years ago I got I had a, a wisdom tooth that got impacted and uh, I, and it literally like I woke up the day before Thanksgiving, and uh, like my my head was on fire, and uh, so I went to see the dentist. And of course, you know they, they give you antibiotics because they have to they have to deal with the infection first before you can go and yep. get surgery. So I'm like, I, I called my mother. I'm like, I'm not coming up. I'm miserable. I can't eat anything. But you know, and and, and she was so angry. <laughs> I ended up driving up and all I did was just drink beer and, and, and ma- eat mashed potatoes the entire time. But yeah, I showed up for Thanksgiving. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I've had some bad Christmases and I've had some good ones too. So, but again, it's just another day and sometimes, it is. sometimes you do it in misery and sometimes you do it in joy, but still. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's a good way of that's a good way of putting it. Well, that's enough of Christmas. I wanted to talk about this podcast a little bit because we haven't really given listeners any real idea of what we're doing and what we're going to do. I mean, if uh, listeners from way back when they're used to imp and crazy things and maybe some music and uh, and then you came on board and i'm still confused at what we're doing really do we know what we're doing uh, well that's the thing do we i don't think so <laughs> just listen <laughs> uh, it's like it i mean it totally changed direction it's like i, uh, I don't know you wouldn't if that's your fault you invited me I, hey, you were just sitting there waiting for me to ask you. Come on, admit it. You're just—it's true. It's probably true. I think it. I I would think that it was probably time. I mean, we've been basically working together for what since? Well, well we're, twenty. Been, 
when I joined Compose that year a little bit, and then the next year, 2014. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and then we're in the band. We created the band, Icarus Machine, so we're still working together in that. So why not a podcast, really? But we're like media moguls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, someone but, had to say, besides the word mogul, it's a fun fun word to say. Is it? Well, say mogul. it, go ahead. Say <laughs> no. Say I'm not, I'm not, not <laughs> giving you that, you chicken. <laughs> fucker. Oh, shit, but... What's our plans for 2018, by the way? Do we have any thoughts of what we're doing? I do have an idea for the January episode. And uh, you don't know what my plans are. No, I don't. But that's probably okay, because I, I try not to think about any of this stuff. It's, I like to just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just have fun, eh? And, uh, yeah... And if they listen, they listen. You out there, if you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of like the uh, the tree falling in the forest thing, right? The, if we're talking to people who aren't listening about not listening. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Oh, our plans for 2018. We have no plans Whatsoever. We've talked about well, we've talked about stuff, but I don't think we've got plans. You know, no, I have like a million ideas, uh, quite a few, you know, sketches, uh, tiny mini dramas with Imp. Uh, so I'm gonna keep doing that. So Imp is not going away. If anyone is worried, Imp is not going anywhere. Uh, there might be less of him. Uh, I don't think that. I bet you M pops up a lot more as time goes on. I I think so because if anyone would see the setup we have here with Imp and the recording and the loopback and the hijack and the logic and all that crap, you would. uh, I don't know. (laughs) A lot of effort goes into making sure that Imp can show up. Yes, it's true. It's very true, and. and how many hours did we spend yesterday troubleshooting? We spent about three and a half hours, and then probably uh, another 15, 20 minutes off, uh, off after that, where we were both too stubborn to really just <laughs> let it go. <laughs> yeah. And today, it was another hour before I got my shit together here uh, in Logic, and... Uh, I really didn't, we haven't figured out what the problem is yet, but it doesn't matter because it's working. Sometimes you just, you know, go with it. Yeah. And if it's working, it's working. If it's not, it's not. So, but basically, this has been an interesting year for, with the Studio Chaotic changing to House of Imp and, uh, and uh, lots of work. And 2018 yeah. is going to be worse. <laughs> no, better. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's uh, <sighs> I'm not going to change the, the name of the podcast anytime soon because that was hell. 
<laughs> seriously, that was that was uh, more work than I had intended, uh, but I got it done. And thanks to you also for a lot of that. Oh, I'm happy to help out. So this is House of Imp. I'm Jenny Kay. And I'm Bill. And to find us, go to houseofimp.com. And from there, you can find us everywhere, like Facebook and patreon.com slash Machine. That's a good place to go. And Don't forget iTunes. Yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, Spotify, too. Yeah, and uh, now we're on Tidal. I don't even know what Tidal is, but yeah, we're on it. I was just going to ask you about that. I don't understand. I, I got the mail about it. I haven't even checked it out yet, but we're on it. Okay, well, that's good to know, I guess. So find us on Title and then tell us what it is. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 you know, uh, send us a mail to, for comments and, and complaints and all that stuff. You can do that at uh, jennykay at houseofimp.com. That's a good way to get a hold of any of us. Uh, and uh, until uh, next year. Until next year. Take care. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye.